Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So the dude's outside spraying for some mosquitoes. So if you hear some, that's not me. It's not like something's blowing up outside. A lot to cover this weekend. A lot of stuff happened. Uh, I want to make a comparison between the Democrats who fight. Uh, I mean, you may not like it, but it's just a hard reality. They fight for what they believe in, communism, socialism, and tyranny. And um, a lot of swampy Republicans who will refuse to fight back. I'll tell you why it's come up this morning. Also, the Soros, BlackRock, Bud Light connection. You'll, it'll all make sense once you see this VP of marketing. Just lay it out there. You don't want to be a frat boy beer. Today's show is sponsored by Blackout Coffee. You want a coffee that tastes great, has a bold flavor, and cares about our values in this country? Well, you found it. It's Blackout Coffee. Pick it up at blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. Use coupon code Bongino for 20% off your first order. Thanks, Blackout Coffee. So, lot to cover on today's show. I'm going to make a comparison between what the Democrats uh, did with Obamacare and how they realized in order for them to take over the country slowly but surely, they needed to sacrifice some scalps in the short term. They had to do it. They had to do it. But in the long term, they knew they'd be better off in their road to tyranny. Republicans aren't willing to do that. They're just not. Not you. I'm talking about the swampy ones. And then, of course, we'll get to Soros. Uh, big show today. A traditional 15th anniversary gift is Crystal. So for Tommy John's 15th year, they're making it crystal clear you deserve to be unbelievably comfortable every day. I was a Tommy John customer rocking the TJs right now. You're much more comfortable in Tommy John underwear. You can do everything better. So if I sound better, because I'm in Tommy John's, Tommy John underwear moves with you thanks to breathable, lightweight, moisture-wicking fabric with four times the stretch of competing brands. Smiling because this is Geese's favorite commercial. With over 20 million pairs sold and thousands of five-star reviews, people love Tommy John. That's why Tommy John doesn't have customers. They have fanatics like me. Paula likes them too. <laughs> That's for a different show. The most comfortable boxer briefs ever. There's no downside. Buy one pair and you'll never want to wear any other underwear again. That's from one of their customers. Tommy John's anniversary sale is a perfect time to grab some new Tommy John's. I love their move with you. I'd love to work out in them. Plus, everything is backed by Tommy John's best pair you ever wear. It's free. Guarantee the loungewear is amazing, too. The joggers, super comfortable. Wear them at night. Get 20% off your first order right now at TommyJohn.com slash Dan. TommyJohn.com slash Dan. 20% off at TommyJohn.com slash Dan. See site for details. Pick them up today. All right, Joseph, let's go. Happy Monday, everybody. Happy Monday. Yes, sir. Welcome back. Thank you to all the uh, sure. on and the checks. My phone. I got to get my phone. I'm having like checking out every few minutes for security reasons. But look at that. I love it. You all are here. Thank you. There's, of course, a crazy person in the chat room, too. We don't. Yeah, you know, Some of you have asked why we don't block them because they're freaking hilarious. And I love watching you all bounce all over them anyway. So we should not block them. It adds to the hilarity of the situation. Before I get to the whole Soros thing. Right before I was getting ready, to, uh, ready for the show, I was reading Politico Playbook, which, of course, is the left-wing Bible every morning. It comes out. Uh, every morning it comes out, it gives the left their talking points. And the, the current talking point is yours. That abortion's a loser. The Republican Party should give up on it. Uh, we should start killing babies in mass. And we should just acquiesce to this whole thing. Because, look, we've taken a short-term electoral beating on the issue. He's like, where's this in the run? It's not. This is just, I'm just legit thought about this before I came upstairs. Some lady says that she hates when I say that. I get it. I hate it too. It's just some, it's like a verbal tick I say sometimes. But did you notice, I want to make a comparison for those who say that and say, well, we lost the Supreme Court uh, seat in Wisconsin, didn't do as well in the midterms. It's all about this abortion issue. Ladies and gentlemen, the first question is, what do you believe is right? Listen, if you believe it's okay to terminate life, human life in the womb, then forget it. The argument's over. You believe, I mean, I'll try to convince you otherwise, but it doesn't matter what the politics of the outcome of it is. You just believe it's okay and you'll vote for anyone who believes it's okay. So you're, you're a lost cause. But the people who say, and this is who I'm talking to, no, it's wrong, but, and Kim Strassel did a little bit of this in the Wall Street Journal this weekend, which I get, it's okay. But to those of you who say, no, it's wrong to terminate human life in the womb, but we've still got to win elections right now and elections are more important than anything. I, I don't disagree with you that elections are important. However, do you understand that there is a long-term effect? And I want to make a, just a quick analogy to Obamacare. Joe and Guy and I, we all lived through Obamacare. The left knew when they ripped away your insurance that it was going to piss people off as they got letters in the mail saying your insurance is canceled. I got one of them. 
But the left understood to move towards their socialist future where they control everything, you got to control healthcare. You control the ability for people to live and die. You control everything. So they said, we're willing to take a bath in the Tea Party short term. No in long term. And what happened long term? Even John McCain voted down repealing Obamacare. Remember the infamous thumbs down? They play the long game. We got to play it too. Got to ask yourself what you believe in. Of course, there's this, uh, this dreadful, uh, appears to be another uh, attack in Kentucky. I'll keep my eyes on that. Officers exchanged some gunshots with a suspect in Kentucky. Looks like it happened in a bank. Early reports say five dead, six injured. I'm going to keep my eyeballs on that at the corner of my eye. Give you all the updates. But I want to get to the, um, the Soros connection here to BlackRock because a lot of people are asking this question this weekend. How is it that a company like Bud Light, the story's not going away. How is it that this company can blow away and nuke their entire brand in a single week? Why flush down the toilet all of this goodwill? Now, for those of you who went to business school, took economics, goodwill is not just a, a, a term used in everyday language. Goodwill is a term in the business world, too. It's the it's kind of the, 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 um, the, the positive feelings and the name ID associated with your brand. So think of something like, say, a Coca-Cola, right? If Coca-Cola was forced to change its name tomorrow to smoke a Smola or whatever the hell it was, people who've been drinking Coca-Cola forever, a lot of them are not going to catch the difference. Say they change their brand and their label and they love Coke. They're like, where'd Coke go? There's goodwill associated with the brand. They're almost not even drinking the product anymore because it tastes good. They're doing it because they've done it for a long time. So there's, good, there's goodwill. There's equity in the name, right? Bud Light had brand equity. People liked it. The beer may not taste that great. Honestly, I think it tastes like, you know, what comes out of you when you're hitting the bathroom inside. But whatever, that's for another day. Some people liked it, or even if they didn't like it, have been drinking it because it was just Bud and Bud Light, and they've been drinking it forever. The goodwill associated with that name is now completely gone. It's been completely new. Forever Bud Light will be associated with wokeism and Dylan Mavania, whoever it is. The trans activist. It, it, it's finished. It's finished. They, they destroyed it. They wiped it out in a week. Now, this is all connected. Other people are picking up on this after the great James Lindsay at Conceptual James on Twitter has been exposing this. How this racket works and why companies nuke themselves. This surfaced this weekend. This is Alyssa Gordon Heinerscheid, reported to be the VP of marketing at uh, Bud or Anheuser-Busch. She's not hiding the fact that they want to nuke all of the goodwill associated with the Bud Light brand because they want to get away from the, quote, frat boy culture, which is really code for, you know, the whole woke whiteness, you know, racial fragility, uh, CRT nonsense stuff. I want you to listen to this. Check this out. This brand is in decline. It's been in decline for a really long time. And if we do not attract young drinkers to come and drink this brand, there will be no future for Bud Light. So I had this super clear mandate. It's like, we mm -hmm. need to evolve and elevate this incredibly iconic brand. And my, what I brought to that was a belief in, okay, what is, what do, what does evolve and elevate mean? It means inclusivity. It means shifting the tone. It means having a campaign that's truly inclusive and feels lighter and brighter and different and appeals to women and to men. Mm -hmm. And representation is at sort of the heart of evolution. You've got to see people who reflect you in the work. And we had this hangover. I mean, Bud Light had been kind of a brand of fratty, kind of out of touch humor. And it was really important <laughs> that we had another approach. Who You have to ask yourself, who is this woman talking to? You understand she's talking to the Bud Light customers saying, we don't want you. You've got to remember in your business, whatever business you're in, in radio, they call them P1s. In business, they call them brand loyalists sometimes. People who are going to walk through fire to get your product. Coca-Cola, back in my day when we were younger, a certain brand of cigarettes when people smoked a lot. People are going to go to your TV station and watch your cable news channel because they've been watching it for years. There's brand loyalists. Do you understand the people she's making fun of? Frat boy kids with, I was not a frat boy. I drank Bud Light growing. I don't know what she's even talking about. You understand how out of touch she is? She's basically saying middle finger, double barrel job. 
to all of the people who made me and this company money throughout the years because we're trying to forfeit you idiots for a different demographic of young woke kids so we can appear temporarily cool for a little while until they shuffle us off for the next big thing. Now, you're probably asking yourself, how is it that Anheuser-Busch, a billion-dollar enterprise with decades of business underneath them, clearly has some smart people working there, must have. They've been making money for a long time. How is it that they, this woman went into a C-suite room somewhere and pitched this deck to someone at a, at a, at a C-level or maybe even below? I don't know where it got. Pitched this advertising deck. Hey, uh, we're going to run an ad campaign with a trans activist uh, who, by the way, does, I mean, humiliates himself, hyper-feminizing women as a guy, doing all the, the, the stuff he does. It's embarrassing. How do they get in the room, not only make this pitch, but does it get, is it accepted and accepted and then pushed out by Bud? For the same reason Hillary Clinton made the deplorables comment. Because they can. They just feel like, you know, I make the joke on the show, Joe. The same reason dogs will have to leave that for another show. Yes. Because they can. Right. Because they just, they, can, they don't feel like there's any penalty for it. Now, I'm going to get to the Soros connection in this fantastic piece by the New York Post coming up in a second. Dana Kennedy, it's worth your time. It's in the newsletter today, Bongino.com slash newsletter. But I want you to understand that this is not going to stop until you take and make an example out of these people. Now, Matt Wall said it correctly. I was not a big boycott guy before this. The left has completely radicalized me on that point. I now realize that, unfortunately, although boycotts are economically inefficient and typically pretty stupid, they are sadly necessary now to fight back against the left. I wish they weren't, but they are. I'm sorry. Having said that, we don't need to beat all these companies. All of these beer companies have done some kind of trans activism nonsense, almost all of them. But you do need to make an example out of one. Balenciaga destroyed their entire brand with that, what appeared to be kiddie porn advertising. Balenciaga, the fashion company, it was over. It was over after. Balenciaga may take a decade to recover from this if they ever recover at all, right? You just need to make an example out of one of them. And my suggestion to you, ladies and gentlemen, is you make it out of Bud Light. Leave it on the shelves. Don't touch it. Don't drink it. Don't buy it. Don't consume it. Don't recommend it. And make sure over the next few weeks, you keep them top of mind and your attention on social media and you let people know we're just not going to accept this anymore. What you need to do is you need to take an economic perspective. This You need to make the marginal cost of doing business. With, 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 with trans activists who, again, insult women by hyper-feminizing women as guys. You need to say to them, is the marginal cost more expensive than the marginal value to the company? And once it does, it'll stop. It's really that simple. Now, there's a deeper connection here to the Soros operation. Went viral on my show last week, but other people have been picking up on it since James Lindsay, and he deserves a big hat tip on this has been exposing this information. Read this article. It's in the newsletter today. Bongito.com slash newsletter. Inside the CEI system, pushing brands to endorse celebs like Dylan Mulvaney. There's this equity index they put out there, the CEI index out there, that it's all about woke stuff like equity. What are you doing to push equity, LGBTQ issues? These HRC, the Human Rights Campaign, pushes this CEI index on companies. The Human Rights Campaign gets funding from a Soros operation, the Open Societies Foundation. Now, why don't the companies simply ignore these people? They don't ignore them because they can't. Because big trillion-dollar investment firms like BlackRock are in on this grift, where BlackRock is telling people they own major stakes in companies. BlackRock's controlling trillions of dollars in company value. They're saying, you better do it or else, or we're not going to recommend your company. And then the stock tanks, and then the executives who a lot of them have stock options, wind up going broke. A lot of them have carried interest. A lot of them have various deals that depend on the stock price. Now, does it make sense? There's a money interest. The Post covers this. Uh, Dana Kennedy, James Lindsay, she notes, a political podcaster who runs a new discourse, has told The Post that the human rights campaign administers the CEI ranking like an extortion racket, like the mafia. 
So Bud Light and other companies are being pushed to get this CEI score really high. To get a high CER score, like a high grade, you better do what they tell you. Push LGBTQIA activist issues, liberal issues, social justice, BLM stuff. Dana Kennedy notes this, that, uh, that Lindsey had said, hey, they don't just sit back passively either. The human rights campaign who's pushing this stuff, they send representatives to corporations every year telling them what kind of stuff they have to make visible at the company. They give them a list of demands. And if they don't follow through, there's a threat that you won't keep your CI score. Sounds to me like you got like a mob thing going on. Joe, be a real shame if your place burned down. You don't bring on Dylan Mavaney. Be a real shame if the place, uh, you know, we blew up your brand and said you don't like trans activists. Be real terrible. Winky, winky. Wait, I know. Yeah, you're darn right. Ladies and gentlemen, the vision here is the point. You understand they need to keep us all divided in groups and corners. You're LGBT, you're trans, uh, you're, you're, non, you're non-gender binary, you're the cis male, gender white male patriarchy. You're the cis female. Everybody's got to fight each other. Division is the point. It's about chaos and victimization. You understand the socialists, the Soroses of the world, behind a lot of this, the HRC and the CEI and the pushing of Bud Light. The reason they do this is because they think they can get away with it because BlackRock, Soros, and moneyed interests and the culture will back them up. They need victims. They need victims. The entire essence of socialism is don't vote for me Vote against the other guy because he's coming after you. Do you get that? And to say he's coming after you, you need a constant fresh supply of victims all the time. What creates a big problem for them? Uh, Update on this case. Looks like this uh, gunman killed four people. Again, I'll stay on top of this in Kentucky. A lot going on today. Uh, This will probably be an excuse for Democrats to immediately come out with a political narrative. We haven't even gotten the story yet. We always, we practice here the Bongino rule, which I mean, especially in tragic cases like this, we prefer to wait for the actual facts in the case, update the, you believe the shooter had a connection to the location uh, in Kentucky. So who knows? Uh, believe gunman was connected to the bank. When we get the story, I'll get it out to you. Best to wait than make a fool of yourself like mainstream media people. Here's another part of this Soros connection. The division is the point here. That the CEI scores a lesser known part, as the Post uh, reports here, of this ethical investing ESG crap. They invest in companies that oppose fossil fuels, push for unionization, stress racial and gender equity over merit and hiring board selection. Here, as a result, some American CEOs are more concerned about pleasing BlackRock, Vanguard and State Street, who are among the top three shareholders of American publicly traded companies, including Nike, Anheuser-Busch and Kate Spade. They care more about that than they do about irritating conservatives, numerous sources told The Post. But here's the thing. In the end, I had John Rich on my Fox show this weekend. You know what he said, Joe? In the end, you know who does all the talk? The freaking customers. Because that's where you get your money from, man. That's where you get your money. You have the economic power. You have the economic power. They need victims all the time. You over there, you over there, you over there. You know, a, a, a listener reached out this weekend. I read your emails and messages, as many as I can, not all of them. I don't want to lie to you, but I do read a lot, a lot of them during the show. And a lady said, you know, I love Dan's show, but it, it can be depressing at times. Listen, I get it. I get it. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry the world is where it is. I am. I'm long in the United States. Sometimes people criticize me for that. You have false optimism. It's not false. We're going to recover from this. We've been in darker places before. But folks, I can't not describe to you the why of what's happening right now. This has been a generational battle we have had with socialists and deep staters and communists who have embedded themselves in our government. Not exposing them is what they want. They want you to stay quiet, and I'm not going to do it. The melting pot, ladies and gentlemen, is a big problem for them. Wait, 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 wait. Dan, come on. The left, that's what we want. They want a melting pot. You want all races, creeds. You want men and women all to feel like we're in this big American melting pot. We're all Americans first. No, 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 Clarice. He covets Clarice. No, no, that is not what they want. The melting pot is a huge problem for them. And they did something this week that proves to you that our government is committed to keeping you divided 
because there's a lot of interracial, uh, uh, interethnic marriages and kids happening right now. I thought that's what we wanted, the melting pot. They don't want that. They need to keep you in your categories. Big story that happened this weekend. I'll get to that in a second. I'm going to get a drink of water, get to my next sponsor. Mm. Slept like a champion last night. You know that? He says he slept good too. You should have. You need a Helix mattress. It's a big mistake. Get with Teresa today. You need to get one because you can do your. No, I'm not kidding. I sleep on a midnight lux from helixsleep.com because you need that comforting deep sleep. Folks, the light sleep is okay, but you need the deep sleep. And to get the deep sleep, you really need a comfortable mattress. Helix knows everyone's unique. It's H I L I X. So they have several different mattress models to match based on your body type and sleep preferences. Once you match, your mattress comes right to your door, shipped for free. When you receive your Helix mattress, you'll be obsessed with it. It's quick and fun to unbox. You won't believe how well you'll sleep. You'll wake up rested and refreshed. They have a 10-year warranty. And Helix has financing options and flexible payment plans, so a great night's sleep is never far away. Helix is now offering up to 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for listeners to this program. It's the best offer yet. Go today to helixsleep.com slash Dan. Don't wait. Like I said, I got the midnight looks like sleeping on a cloud. Helixsleep.com slash Dan with Helix. Better sleep starts now. Check them out. So big story popped this weekend out of the journal that the government is now looking at creating additional racial categories that you'll have to check off for allotting <laughs> benefits. And be, yes, because oh, now, now what's your, now? Yeah, yes, yes, sir. Yes. No, no, come on, nothing. This is how you know the deal. You know what they're up to right now. Yeah. So here's what's going on. From what I'm getting from a lot of my people, obviously they want us divided into racial categories, Joe, and the best way to create racial categories is to create racial categories. <laughs> so they don't have enough. There's five now and they introduced uh, two more. So for a total of seven, the liberals are like, <laughs> what? I didn't get it. They introduced another one called uh, uh, Amina, Middle Eastern... Uh, North African, Middle Eastern, North African, and they've introduced Hispanic as a formal category of race now. Now, the, why is this turning into an issue for them? Because here's the thing. There are a lot of immigrants coming from South and Central America, obviously. Most are coming illegally. Some are coming legally. They're moving into South Texas. They're moving into Florida, Louisiana, Arizona. What's happening is you're starting to see that not the first generation, not those who come here legally or illegally, but the second generation, if you look at how they categorize themselves on these artificial racial, racial categories we, we created to keep everyone divided, if you look at how they categorize themselves, fellas, they're starting to categorize themselves, a lot of these uh, Mexicans, Ecuadorians, Central Americans, South Americans, they categorize themselves as white. It's, the government hates that. Because what they're trying to do is create victim classes out of minorities. You're being victimized by evil Republicans. Evil Republicans are old patriarchal white men and they hate you. Now do you see why this is creating a problem for them in South Texas and other areas as intermarriage? This isn't inter-anything. It's two human beings. It's just stupid. I hate even talking in their dumb ass identity politics, stupid racist language. But this is how they talk. You see, Joe, how this creates a problem? Oh, hell yeah. You have an intermarriage between a Mexican woman who's maybe first generation who marries, say what we, what the left would consider a white guy. The kids identify as white creates a big problem. The white males coming for you. You're a protected class. What do you mean? I'm white too. Oh, we can't have that. So in order to keep everyone divided, they need this illusion of division. Wall street journal reports that OMB is planning to do this office of management and budget Biden to divide America into more racial groups. The initiative is trying to create even more categories by which people can be divided, separated, discriminated against, or be given special favors. When government collects and classifies individual data by personal race and ethnic characteristics, it lays a foundation for discrimination, even depression. Ding, 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 ding. You must maintain the illusion of division at all points. Right, right. He said it right, Joe. Remember when Biden came in office? The great unifier. Yeah. Joe Biden, we need more racial categories. Why? We got to keep everybody divided. A bunch of these uh, young Mexican kids are identifying as white in the second generation. We can't have that. 
I thought you'd been melting pot. I believe in a melting pot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you don't believe in any of that. You don't believe in any of that. It's all bullshit. I don't believe in any of that. Victimization and chaos are an essential part of our road to socialist tyranny we're on now. It's the only way to get people to vote away their own civil liberties. It's the only way. Look, there's a bunch of white male patriarchs coming for you. Oh, my gosh. What am I going to do? Well, we're big daddy government. We're here for you. By the way, vote Democrat. Chaos isn't enough, though. Chaos and division isn't enough. They need fear, too. Why? Because they don't want anybody speaking out about this. When people like me speak out about this and say, no, the melting pot is what we should strive for. It's not just a rhetorical tool. It's reality. We should strive for a neutrality on, on things like race when it comes to character judgments. I, I thought that was the goal, that we shouldn't be judging people by the color of their skin. The left needs that, though. But they need you to shut up and not talk about it and expose it either. Another Wall Street Journal article, the diversity, equity, and inclusion meets East Germany. U.S. universities urge students to now report one another's for bias. Do you see this story? A free speech watchdog put out this survey that 56% of our universities have now adopted schemes encouraging students on campus to report each other for pronouns violations and microaggressions. This is not an accident, folks. This is not an accident. This is being done to make sure not only are you divided in your not-so-cute little awful boxes, but to make sure that you absolutely fear one another, too. Well, what if I speak out about this abuse of our pronoun system? You're going to get reported to the DEI Star Chamber. Folks, it's getting worse. But it will get worse before it gets better. It is going to turn around. The beach ball of freedom cannot be held underwater. It can't. People yearn to be free. That's why prison sucks. I can't say this enough. They do not want to be held under the yoke of this tyranny. Now, the problem is they're incorporating entities like the FBI into this too. The FBI is being used to target people who speak out, conservatives, libertarians, and others as well. Fox News in a pretty stunning report, ladies and gentlemen. FBI documents associate internet slang like based and red pill with extremism. Folks, it's not going to stop. Be red pilled. Of course, it's a take on the Matrix movies. It means people who've woken up to conservatism, people who are really woke, not fake woke, like on the left, who have figured out the value of liberty, freedom, and prosperity for everyone and God-given civil liberties. That's now associated with extremism. Folks, this is not an accident. We've seen this before with the Gadsden flag. We've seen it with any symbol of conservatism. The FBI is looking for a reason to investigate you and put you either behind bars or under an intelligence investigation to keep, you, uh, uh, to keep you silent and shut your mouth before an election. It's only going to get worse, folks, if, unless we stop this. It's time to start voting people into office who will vigorously speak out about this. That's why I started the show with the abortion Obamacare reference. The Democrats were willing to forfeit short-term for long-term gains for changing government and moving the needle in their direction with Obamacare. We've got to be willing to do that now. We need to take a stand on who we are. We do not support this stuff. We do not support abortion. We have a standard set of principles that support human liberty and freedom. And if you don't buy it, just get the hell out. You don't belong in our party. I'm sorry. Sometimes addition by subtraction works. Let me get to my next sponsor. I got an update, too, out of a story that happened out of San Francisco State University. Folks, it's getting hard to trust anything and anyone these days. Our most essential institutions are collapsing before our eyes. Let me ask you, are you prepared for the worst? Because you know what's going to happen. Don't get caught unprepared. China's ramping up right now across the street. True freedom comes from self-reliance. Do not rely on the government. That means having a sound supply of emergency food on hand. Right now, my Patriot Supply is knocking $200 off their popular three-month emergency food kit. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and grab this special price before it ends. Your three-month emergency food kit, get multiples for every member of your family, provides calories over 2,000 a day. Calories are survival. Best of all, it's delicious. The food is good. It has breakfast, lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks. You're not going to go hungry. Here's the bottom line. You have to have this food when the panic hits. Don't wait till afterwards. You're just going to find yourself on a line for nothing, on a line to chaos. 
Go to MyPatriotSupply.com today. Save $200 on each kit your family needs. Be sure to get one kit per person. Don't put off your preparedness. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. Go today. Thanks, MyPatriotSupply. We appreciate it. Just an update to show you the evil we're dealing with. This is not a political fight. It manifests itself. And you should vote and you should play the political game to, to, to bring the freedom train back to the station. But this fight is against evil people. This swimmer, Riley Gaines, who uh, speaks out against uh, a radical transgender activism and putting men in women's sports where they dominate women and demean women. She went to San Francisco State University and was violently attacked at the university. There was, they were threatening her, told her they said she needed to give them money to get out of the classroom. Well, they released a statement, San Francisco State University, and you think they'd apologize? Oh, no, folks. They didn't apologize at all. They made sure to tell Riley Gaines to go shove it. And they praised the protesters for their commitment to free speech. Free speech? Taking someone hostage for money? Attacking her? A guy who attacked her? Folks, this is the evil we're dealing with right now. That article's in the newsletter again today as well. I want to get to Tucker coming up in a minute. I got two clips coming up from Tucker about another devastating attack on our economy, that there is time to change. I discussed it this weekend. I discussed it last week. The dollar is the reserve currency. Folks, this is a bit of reserve currency. What do I care about that? You better care. You want to buy a house? You want to buy a car? You want a job? The dollar evaporating is the world's reserve currency is a catastrophic disaster if this is pulled away from us like that. There was another development this week, and Tucker did a great segment I didn't have time to get to last week. Before I get to that, though, I just want to get to this, too. For the chaos and the division, they cannot have you able to protect yourself, okay? You're never going to have fear and chaos with a group of human beings who can use commonly available weapons to defend themselves in the event of an emergency. You understand that's what the assault on the Second Amendment is all about. It's about making you feel vulnerable, chaotic, fearful, needing government, sacrificing your civil liberties to government to get back to a sense of normalcy, not being able to rely on anyone, uh, uh, anyone in your neighborhood or, or people in your neighborhood. You have to rely on big government. They need to take your weapons. Washington State now passed a bill banning the production, sale, and importing of what they call assault weapons. Ladies and gentlemen, it's spreading. Do yourself a huge, huge favor. Get your ass out of these blue states as soon as you can. I understand all the people. Dan, I want to stay and fight. This place is worth saving. It is not. Not at the cost of your own life. You are putting yourself in danger. The country's worth saving. These areas are lost. There is an article in the journal this weekend. It's not in the show, but it's a very simple premise. As more and more people have left, they've created an untenable situation where the people left behind are the real radicals. It's why Chicago is completely lost right now. Get out. You are putting yourself in danger. You will not be able to defend yourself. They're going to come for your guns there soon. They're already trying to take your money. They're looking at an exit tax. Get out. You are not safe there. Get out as soon as you can. It's only a matter of time before they start spying on you in these states, too. God forbid you put up on a Facebook post, hey, I just bought a brand new uh, Daniel Defense or whatever it is, AR-15. And by the way, my uncle got red-pilled. Ding, 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 ding. Tell me you're not on some list somewhere. So there's more breaking news this weekend about uh, moving on, about a very troubling economic story that's fascinated a lot of listeners because a lot uh, listen, I don't, I don't say this is in, in any way trying to sound pretentious or insulting. You all work for a living. You have real jobs. I don't. It's a fake job. I get to read all day. Everybody else goes and produces stuff. I am not naive to that point at all, okay? The dollar is as a reserve currency, meaning around the world, whenever transactions occur in big commodities and in big deals, it's typically an intermediary because nobody wants foreign currencies. They want the dollar or the euro. The dollar's been dominant around the world. So you're conducting a deal between Saudi Arabia and Qatar. It's usually converted to dollars first. Qatar will say, listen, I don't want your, your Saudi uh, currency converted to dollars. We'll take the dollars and then we'll convert it, convert it back to ours. 
Now, they want that because there's stability in the dollar, and they know that. Stability in the dollar, we're having an inflationary crisis too. Folks, compared to everywhere else, we're actually not that horrible. I'm not talking about inflation. I'm talking about our economy, and we have the world's biggest military. Tucker's been sounding the alarm about this. I had a listener, by the way, he's like, Dan, you're crazy. You don't know what you're talking about. No, believe me. I know what I'm talking about. You don't know what you're talking about. If we lose this dollar as a reserve currency, it's going to create big problems. Here's cut one. Here's Tucker talking about this exact problem. First, he mentions the benefits of having this as the world's reserve currency, which is that interest rates are really low. Because as many dollars as we've printed up, you'd think there'd be mass inflation. The reason there isn't is the whole world's sucking them up to use them in deals which creates low interest rates, which is why you can buy a house or a car. Take a listen. For nearly 80 years since the end of the Second World War, the U.S. dollar has effectively been the currency of the world for our entire lifetimes. There was virtually no place on the entire globe you could go that would turn down a 20. Andrew Jackson's face beside the famous seal of the U.S. Treasury was probably America's best-known export, from Dar es Salaam to Sri Lanka to the smallest gold mining outpost in the Amazon basin. Every shopkeeper on earth recognized a $20 bill. The dollar was universal, and not just universal in commerce, though the majority of international transactions were conducted in dollars, but universally held as a long-term store of value globally. The world's central banks stockpiled U.S. dollars far more than any other currency. Now, most Americans may not have known that, or they did, but it doesn't matter what they knew it. It was very good for everyone who lives here. Because there were so many U.S. dollars in circulation outside of the country, the cost of borrowing money inside the country remained artificially low. And that's one of the reasons that in this country, America, middle class people could buy their own homes. Joe, how long we've been talking about this, this problem with losing the reserve? I mean, seriously, you've been with me now eight years since probably like show five or six, maybe. Yeah, about that. I mean, we've only, right? We've only been on this topic for eons. I don't say that to be Captain Ruby one-upper. The Tucker's been talking about it forever, too. So have a lot of other people. This is a big deal. It just understand it by the pure logistics of it. This is not uh, economics. People, I love when people overcomplicate economics because they try to sound smarter than you. Uh, let me tell you the flex capacitation or the incapacitation of the, uh, uh, the de-escalation of the deck, you say. And you're like, what the f- are you talking about, bro? Economics is not hard. We printed a whole lot of money. Why? Because the government spends a lot of money it doesn't have. Well, where do they get it from? I just told you. The Federal Reserve prints it. Well, where does it all go? Into circulation. Well, if it's into circulation, how come we haven't had hyperinflation up until uh, now? Well, inflation, I don't want to be dramatic. Hyperinflation is around the corner. Well, we haven't had hyperinflation, folks, because as we keep printing the money, foreign governments keep sucking the money up to do every single deal they do of significance in U.S. dollars. They just vacuum them up, creating demand. So now, what happens if people around the world don't vacuum vacuum the money up we print? Well, where does it go? Well, Joe, this is not a trick question. Yes. Dee, you have an answer for this? Where is the only place on earth where U.S. currency is the official currency? Does anybody know? Oh, oh, ooh, U.S.? Wait, he has a guess. Ah, uh, Joe beat I, you, Guy. I reckon. Joe's guessing. No, you're wrong, Joe. I can't. <laughs> yes, the U.S. Of course it's the freaking U.S. So if all these people overseas, these countries, start saying, we're not going to use the garbage U.S. dollar anymore. We don't like you guys. Where are those dollars going to go they've been holding? Back here. Well, wouldn't that flood the country with dollars creating hyperinflation? Yes. Ooh. That's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Now, there is a downside. Well, I want to acknowledge because this guy keeps emailing me. Uh, I don't know where you gave. I love when people send me insulting email. I like deleted. I mean, if you would just say <laughs> something, you don't have to be a jerk. Guy emails me. You don't know what you're talking about. Okay, goodbye. One, you don't know what you're talking about. We're just talking about common sense economics. Dan, this is what's enabled the government to spend a lot of money. Yes, we have printed a lot of money, which ordinarily would cause a bad situation to pay for government debt, which it hasn't because governments have sucked up a lot of the money. The problem is the solution to that isn't to recommend the world dump it overnight, which would create a catastrophic financial situation here. The way to do it here 
is to juice productivity here to create more products to suck up the money. It's not to dump the dollar around the world and put millions of people out of work overnight, crash the economy. Here's the downsides of it, which I acknowledge. There is a downside to having the dollars of world's reserve currency, which is that the government, not only can you borrow cheaply because interest rates stay low, but so can the United States government, which has incentivized it to borrow a lot of money. Take a listen. The U.S. government, meanwhile, was able to run up astronomical debts without many obvious consequences. Now, from time to time, the Congress would debate something called the debt ceiling, but it was abstract. For most people, the entire topic didn't seem very relevant to their lives because for most of that time, it really wasn't. America printed the U.S. dollar. We controlled the global reserve currency. And that meant that for us, money was cheap. We had privileges that nobody else in the world had. It's been very nice. But what would happen if it ended? You don't even really want to think about that because the consequences would be too ugly, really ugly. But we started to worry about it about a year ago. Really the day the Russian military rolled over the Ukrainian border. Now, by itself, that was a destabilizing event. War always is destabilizing and always challenges the existing order. But it was the West's reaction to the Russian invasion that seemed ominous. Policymakers in the U.S. went insane. Joe Biden, helped by his Republican allies in the Senate, appeared to be determined not simply to topple the Russian government in some kind of regime change war, but to blow up the post-war economic order that had served the U.S. so generously for so long. Folks, that was a big mistake. What we did with Russia, with the seizing of assets denominated in U.S. dollars, looks like it's going to be a catastrophic error. Why am I bringing this up today? Just to kind of gin up an argument we brought up a couple of weeks ago on Fox? No. There was some breaking news this past weekend that was deeply disturbing on the dollar as the world's reserve currency from a supposed friendly this time. I'll get to that story in a minute. Don't go anywhere. Our last sponsor today, Omaha Steaks. He raids my freezer for Omaha Steaks burgers all the time because these Omaha Steaks burgers with the grill lines and the seasoning are probably the most delicious things you're ever going to eat. I've been a customer long before they were a sponsor of the show. Omaha Steaks is rewriting the book on burgers with an all-new handmade texture for the juiciest homestyle burgers you've ever tasted. You know those burgers, Joe, where you toast the bun and you push down and like the juice comes out. Oh, baby, that's Omaha. <laughs> you hear that laugh? Yeah, he is. He says he's stopping by the freezer afterwards. <laughs> Their pure ground burgers are made from single cuts of real aged Omaha steaks. They are steaks on a bun, man. Filet mignon, ribeyes, New York strips, sirloin, even brisket burgers. Now's the time to experience the exclusive burger perfection of flight for just $79.99. Go today to omahasteaks.com. Use promo code Bongino at checkout to get an extra $20 off your order plus free shipping. Spring is here. Get that grill fired up. You'll get four of each pure ground burger so you can sample all the steak on a bun greatness. Toast that bun a little, a little bit of seasoning. I like a little ketchup and mustard on the side. I leave it on the side. Dip, dip, boom. Dip, dip, boom. These burgers are created for a juicier, more tender experience, making your mouth water with every single bite. Do not wait. Go to omahasteaks.com. Use promo code Bongino at checkout and get $20 off the burger perfection flight and discover your new burger obsession. Send Guy some burgers too, please. Did you write that in there? <laughs> Guy writes it. Screenshot that. Send that to Joe. Guy writes it, Joe. Send Guy some burgers too, please. <laughs> Minimum order may be required. I'm, I'm not kidding. That's in the, in the, I'm like, they didn't put that in there. Keep it. Minimum order may be required. Thanks, Omaha State. That was good. We They'll appreciate it. Thanks, Omaha. We appreciate it. Okay, here's why the story is a BFD. Because Emmanuel Macron, who is supposed to be our friend, the French president, says that Europe should reduce our dependence, their dependence on the U.S. dollar and seeks strategic autonomy. Folks, you think any of this is by mistake? He says they need to reduce their dependence on the extraterritoriality of the U.S. dollar, a line which both Moscow and Beijing have been emphasizing. Extraterritoriality, that's a fancy way. Like I told you before, people love to talk in sophisticated language about common sense things. What he's basically saying is the U.S. dollar is official currency. Where again, guys? Where can it be spent? I'm just checking. 
you, you, I, you, I, yeah. You, U.S. Joe's like a little timid. He's like not sure. Me, yes. The U.S. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, he's like yes, that's right. My man. The U.S. So the, my man is right. So what Macron is saying is, well, because it's U.S. currency, let them spend it in their own country. And you may say, yeah, it makes sense. No, it's a bad idea for now. Money would flood in like you've never seen before when they dump it. Now, let me just say, one of the I, I, I know, if, listen, folks in the live chat, fill me in. I need you all. Is this is this does this topic suck? If you hate this topic, tell me right now. This topic sucks. I just got one more thing to say, but I won't bring it up again. I'm fascinated by this because it would really mean the Great Depression in the United States. Here's one reason that I don't think it's going to happen quickly. China owns a fortune in U.S. bonds. A fortune, I mean, trillions of dollars of U.S. bonds, right? And assets and U.S. denominated assets and other things, right? Hundreds of billions and trillions. If money floods back into the United States because the world dumps the dollar, inflation goes nuts, which means what, guys? Interest rates are going to get hiked by the Fed like they've been, right? Which does what, as we saw with the banks? Destroys the value of bonds. So China is essentially committing economic suicide, too. The question is, if they're going to invade Taiwan and cause World War III, do they really care? I don't know. Now, hyperinflation is the point. That's the way they're going to destroy us. Just awfully convenient that the Fed, uh, excuse me, the U.S. Treasury has been recommending the creation of a digital dollar. Oh, isn't that interesting? Digital dollar. So the hyperinflation kicks in. Banks start to go under because of it. And all of a sudden, Biden and his team are like, hey, maybe we should go to digital dollars. You mean like digital surveillance so you can watch everything we spend our money on? Yes, yes. Can't buy guns with digital dollars, can you? They'll forbid that. That'll be next. Folks, listen, this is, uh, again, that listener and viewer said they were depressed. Don't be depressed. Listen, this is the fight we're in, man. This is what we do. You know, it's like being, think about it, right? I, I, it, the show, I'm not a negative guy. I know it sounds crazy, but this is what we do. We're activists. We fight for liberty and freedom. This is the meaning to our lives is the fight, right? It's like being on a football team and a division one team in college and not wanting to watch film of your biggest rival because they're having a good season. Oh, it's depressing. We may lose. <laughs> what? It's, that's, that's not what you do. Like you play football, right? This is part of the mix. So did the listeners say, I know you, but oh, well, you're wasting a lot of time in this person because that got under my skin a little bit. Nothing, you know, people would like more to go on. Ignorance is bliss. It's not the way to live your life. Why? Because we got people like this. Cue up for me this video. This is Javier Bacaria, uh, sometimes known as uh, Javier Becerra. Uh, he is a cabinet secretary with Joe Biden. And I want you to stare into the face of the tyranny we're looking at right now. Long and short of it is, throw up the red state piece first. I should have done a different order. So Bacaria and AOC are now trying to throw the rule of law under the bus. What basically happened is a Texas federal judge suspended the FDA's approval of an abortion drug, right? That's, it's that simple. But he stayed his own ruling to give the government the chance to respond. So when the Democrats don't like a ruling, Joe, remember the Democrats are the law and order, everything right. against them is an insurrection. They're yeah. law and order, for, except if it's Tennessee, then they're all four insurrections. So they didn't like this judge's ruling. So Bakaria is on, was it CNN? And he's like, yeah, yeah, we're considering actually just ignoring it. That sounds to me like tyranny. Yes, sir. Take a listen. Are you taking it off the table that uh, you will recommend the FDA ignore a ban? Everything is on the table. The president said that way back when the Dobbs decision came out. Every option is on the table. Pack the Supreme Court. Uh, ignore the courts when they issue a ruling you don't like. Why do I keep fighting every day? Because of that. So that, that's where we're just, just to be clear, that's where we are right now. The courts matter as long as they rule in your favor. But when they rule against you, just ignore the courts. So then like, can I ask you guys a simple question? Like, what's the point then of the courts? Oh, there is no point. That is the point of the left, however. It wasn't just Bakaria. Uh, it was AOC, too. AOC, I mean, Bakaria is a little smarter. AOC is kind of a moron. But AOC has like 70 million followers or whatever outrageous number on Twitter. I'm exaggerating, of course. But you saw all of her doing her cutesy TikTok videos and everything. Hey, look at me. I'm eating. Here we go. Here's AOC chiming in too. Like, yeah, yeah, we should just consider ignoring it. Oh, okay. Sounds like tyranny to me. This is what we're fighting. Check this out. I do not believe that the courts have the authority 
to to have the authority over the FDA that they just asserted. And I do believe that it creates a crisis. This is funny. He just brought up an interesting point because last week when I commented on the Trump ruling, a bunch of clown joker, a-hole liberals were like, what are you, a legal scholar? Yet when this idiot who legitimately was a bartender and don't take that as I own the bar, my bartender, our bartender at our bar, Vinny, was one of the smartest guys I ever met. Not this one. AOC was an idiot and is still an idiot. When she comments, it's like, oh, no, no, her opinion definitely needs to be respected. Folks, this is what we're looking at. The Democrats are moving further and further down the road to tyranny. They are now celebrating insurrections themselves. There was an insurrection in Tennessee, a very serious attempt. There was violence. They tried to overthrow the Tennessee courthouse after the, uh, the uh, transgender activist uh, it shot six people, murdered three kids and three adults. Of course, the Tennessee Democrats wanted to push to disarm you, so you're their next victim. They caused an insurrection over it. Well, Kamala Harris decided to go down there and meet. You think she'd meet with the families? Now, I'm going to give you both sides because I'm not a liar like the left-wing media. The Harris team is saying we invited them. They declined to show up. Well, you think if you go down to Tennessee, you'd kind of make it a priority, maybe a separate visit. I don't think they wanted to go to this specific event. But she went there to celebrate the three lawmakers who caused an insurrection in Tennessee, because that's who the Democrats are, ladies and gentlemen. Tyranny's knocking right at the door. One last story before we roll on this uh, Easter Monday. Folks, keep your head on a swivel with what's happening in China right now. I said to my wife, I'll say to you, I've said to my daughter, I've got a plan for all of them right now about what to do. You know, nobody thinks anything's going to happen until it does, to quote a really awful movie. I mean, not an awful, it was entertaining. But movie quotes are dumb, but that World War Z movie, nobody thinks anything's going to happen until it does. It's, it's right. We thought the same thing about Ukraine. Putin's not going to invade Ukraine. Folks, China could hit Taiwan any day, any week. BBC, left-wing outlet, of course, but China simulates hitting key targets on Taiwan. Be very careful. If that happens, folks, the world is going to change in, the, in seconds. In seconds. The possibility of an EMP attack here, worldwide trade is going to get shut down. Interest rates are going to go through the roof. Stocks are going to tank. This could happen fast. Please be prepared. Water, have the ability to start fire, not fire like arson, like fire to cook and maintain, so you know, heat water and boil water. The best day of your life, you throw all this stuff out, get some charcoal, have a grill, have some emergency food, have a way to defend yourself, make sure your, your, your house is secure. Don't screw around, please. This is serious stuff. The world could change in a second. I've been warning my wife about this. This is really serious. All right. On a good note, it was Easter Sunday yesterday. We had a great day in church. I tweeted out Father Marty's message for the flock. It was fantastic. Uh, you know, the, the holy season always makes me feel better and renewed. We'll get through this. Folks, if you wouldn't mind, please subscribe to the podcast. If you're watching here on the live tra- chat, spread the word. Click that follow button at rumble.com slash Bongino. It is absolutely free. It doesn't cost you anything. Helps us stay on the charts. We really appreciate it. We're trying to get to 3 million followers. Also, if you would, Keep us on the Apple and Spotify charts. If you'd help us out, we would deeply appreciate it. Subscribe there too. It's all free. We really appreciate it. I will see you back here tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.